0: Hello, champion. Welcome back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. So great to have you inside the number one motivational podcast on the planet. Yeah, I say it a thousand times. It's worth saying one more time. We're going to talk about price. Remember, price only becomes an issue in the absence of value. So those of you that are looking to sell your services, whether you're a coach, consultant, service provider, whatever you do, somebody's getting sold somewhere. You got married, somebody got sold. Okay. You buy a car, buy a suit, dress, whatever it is, somebody's getting sold. Okay. Now, only one person. And this is my point. Only one person can be the cheapest. After that, everybody's got to sell on value. And by the way, why would you want to be? I don't. I, that doesn't even feel right, does it? Oh, hey, I'm the cheapest. I'm the cheapest out there. What do you think of when you think somebody's the cheapest? Like I got a guy coming over to paint my house starting Monday. By the way, did you know you could paint your home in October in Ohio? I didn't know that. Let's see how this one goes. But. You know, you, you, you go and get quotes from people and usually you throw out the high, you throw out the low, and then you settle somewhere in the middle. Well, that's no different in what we do. And by the way, when you're quoting prices, especially if you're a coach or a consultant, give them the platinum price, give them the silver price, and they'll probably settle on the gold somewhere in the middle. Then it becomes an issue of how are you describing your services, that silver, gold, platinum program that you're going to offer somebody. How do you describe those? You know, for me... If you book a call, that's the first step. I don't sell coaching on this podcast. I just sell the call. That's it. You want to talk to me? I'll call you. Just book a time. Go to launchwithsam.com. You book the call, and then I want to know about you. Still haven't told you about any coaching. I do 95% of the listening. I want to hear about you. You know, And then I start to gather. Can I envision? This is kind of a little bit of an insight of if you ever do book a coaching call. And if you have in the past and you're listening to this, then you know what I was thinking. I'm gauging. Can we work together? You know are we are, how are we how are we vibing on the phone are we laughing back and forth is it awkward is it just you know feel like i'm trying to beat the fish into the boat and convince the person that they really do have you know a dream and a pulse and excitement and if that's the case there's no way we can work together and so but if it's the opposite and we're having a great time on the phone we're gonna have a great time as a client and a coach and what do you think is going to happen when you and i have a great time you're going to get great results it just works that way it's like when you go out to dinner you ever had a waiter or a waitress, and they're just like, "Oh, um, here's the special," and they're not even in there. You know, well, your experience at dinner is not great, and you probably don't go back. You have a waiter or a waitress who's super great personality. They're excited to be there. They know the menu, and even if they happen to trip up on something, they laugh it off. Great personality. They just they add to the experience. When you go out to dinner, you you already expect to have a good time because you're going out. At least my wife and I were like, "Oh my God, we have a date. Are you kidding?" There's no way this is gonna be a bad night. And most of the time it's not because we set the bar so low. We just want to be in each other's company. And usually we got our seven-year-old with us because shockingly, we don't have a lot of babysitters. Everybody said, hey, but you get teenage girls, you got built-in babysitters. Like, yeah. But they have friends and it's Friday, Saturday night during the school year. That's a tough sell. Talk about selling someone. So we usually take our daughter Susan with us, which is great. and it's no big deal. My point being very, very few times does a waiter or waitress take away from the experience, but it happens. I recorded a podcast a month or two ago about it, bad experience at a restaurant, and that was just, you know, bad, bad experience, and I explained why. But when we're on the call together, and I'm just sharing my, you know, from a, a really high level, what I do, just think about what you do and what you want to do, and then after the client is done, the potential client is done talking about, you know, their, their dream and their message and what they want to do and what does every day of Saturday look like for them, uh, I share a couple of different ways we can start working together. And I keep it super simple because a confused mind never buys. A lot of people want to put all these barriers in front of their business and make people jump through hoops. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> it's okay to maybe have a questionnaire, you know, have people opt in or opt out, you know, raise your hand if you're interested type stuff. But if you make it difficult for people to do business with you who really genuinely want to do business with you, that's a red flag, you know. That's going to cost you a lot of money and a lot of happiness and some really good clients, you know. So just think about all of that. And nowhere have I talked about being the cheapest. And I don't think I've ever had anybody in sixteen years say, "Oh, I've, I know somebody cheaper." Everybody's always said, "Oh, I know you're worth it, man." And even if they can't afford it to work together one on one, they, like, "Hey, I know you're worth it, man." Uh, when I get the money together, I'll I'll get back in touch with you. That's fair, okay. But nobody's ever said, "Oh, Sam, that." You're so much more expensive than Judy Smith or John Doe. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. I've been pricing coaches to help me launch my global message, and I found you to be way too expensive. Even if they're thinking it, they don't say it. So my point being, only one person can be the cheapest. So when you get that out of your head, all right, I don't want to be the cheapest for a lot of reasons, let me put together value propositions that make sense to my target market. And keep in mind, you should only be talking to people that want your service, or at least on a scale of one to 10, have a level five desire for it. I mean, ideally, you'd love it to be an eight or a nine, but that's kind of advanced marketing stuff to get them to that level before you ever get on the phone or have a conversation before they ever walk through your doors. But if you get people with a desire around a five out of 10, I mean, a six is good. Seven's awesome. Eight's amazing. Nine, 10 star, like slam dunked or absolutely doing business with you. How do you think you get people to show up with that high desire. How do you think you do that? Well, I'll tell you my simple answer to that to speak their language. You know, most Americans communicate at a seventh grade level. You know, why, why do you, I don't talk like I'm getting my MBA in Harvard, you know, if that even makes sense, but you know what I mean? Well, I don't talk like that normally. So why would I talk like that on a podcast? I mean, how you hear me now is how you would hear me on the golf course or at church or in the grocery store. I'm not going to uh, communicate any differently on this podcast because what's going to happen when you show up and we start working together one on one, and you know on the podcast and everywhere I sounded like Shakespeare, and then I get on the call I sound like Beavis and ButtHead. You know that that wouldn't jive well. So let's just make sure that you keep the branding the same way across all platforms and whenever you communicate, so the authentic you shows up. People love that stuff. Not now they're never focused on money. And how much you cost and what the price is. They're focused on you, your vibe, your personality. Does it jive with them? Can they see themselves working with you? And oh, by the way, you know what do people love? Support. They don't even need the guarantee that whatever you guarantee is going to happen is going to happen. They want to know that you're going to be there to support them for however long you're working together. And if they email you, you're going to get back to them. They voxer you, phone call, text, whatever whatever platform you set up for communication, you're going to get back. People want a couple of different things. They want... To be held accountable. They love that. I love that with my mentors that hold me accountable. I love it. And they want to know that they're going to be supported. Those two things, if you got those going for you, that's included in whatever level people do business with. But let me just go back to the very first sentence of this podcast Only one person can be the cheapest. So don't ever start your programs, your product, I don't care if you're selling a cup of coffee or you're selling, you know, building someone a home or doing a podcast or a speaker coach or whatever that looks like, a regular coach, life coach, whatever that is, consultant, don't ever start with the price first. Start with the result that you provide, okay? And when you start with the result that you provide, understand, you really need to understand, and you should already know this anyway, you should already know the pain that your market is in, that that person that you're going to work with, you should already know the pain they're in. So why would you have to like read any marketing books or try to communicate some way that you normally wouldn't communicate? Why would you ever even have to go through any of that when you already discuss this stuff on a regular basis with your spouse or... Your loved ones or other clients or maybe you talk at Chamber of Commerce about it or, you know, my buddy Brian Brown's got this great podcast called The Local Impact Marketing that he's been doing now since March. client of mine talking all about how to market on locally and, you know, we got Hunter Lowry and we got Jake Mays and we got all these people that are out there doing their de- I just named rattled off three clients of mine. Kathy Hunter. I go, well, <laughs> I better stop Murray Miller, all these different people that just start naming clients I'm working with and that's the danger of naming one person. You leave out 20 other ones, but can you tell I love what I do? Can you tell I love what I do? Not just this podcast. Can you tell I love working with people one-on-one? Because I get to question a lot. Hey, why don't you do a membership site or group coaching? You could make a lot more money scaling, scaling, scaling. Yeah, I will. I will down the road, but I'm having too much fun working with people one-on-one. I'm having too much fun getting to know them and their families and you know their dreams and watching them grow from no message, no podcast, nothing to oh my God, look at how many downloads I'm getting and I love my message! So think about that, all right? Don't be the cheapest. Be who you are. Lead with that and understand, all right? You're interviewing them. They're they're interviewing you, and it's fine. If they don't come on board as a client, th- that's fine. Trust me, you dodged a bullet, you know? You don't want to put a square peg in a round hole. You dodged a bullet. It wasn't going to be a great relationship anyway, and the ones that do come on board, when you show up the way you always show up authentically, when you communicate the way you always communicate and people want to do business with you in that realm, That's not work. That's you doing your thing every day and adding value to the lives of so many people. So, the value that you bring is already baked into the equation. You're just out there finding people who appreciate that value. That's all. And it doesn't take money. You're just looking for people who appreciate that value that you bring. All right. So, you shouldn't have to sell that. Like, you shouldn't have to convince somebody that, you know, you've got this value. They already understand it because they've either been listening to your podcast, watching your YouTube videos, following you on Instagram, they know you on Facebook. There's some way they already know you. You know what I mean? All right, good. Well, I hope that helped today. A Friday, by the way, in southwest Ohio. A beautiful autumn day. Let's get after it today. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you